Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Hi, grown-ups. We are incredibly grateful that our show is one of your family's podcast picks. In order to continue to make the type of content you'd like to hear, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd love if you could take a few minutes to complete it. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm front slash kids. That's R-E-A-L-M dot F-M slash kids. As a thank you, each participant will be entered to win a prize pack from one of the shows, including a prize pack from Go Kid Go. Thank you. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This haunted high seas tale, Story Club members, might make you set sail for calmer waters. It's one I call Beware of Bolin Baker. Jennifer Gunn had heard the stories of Bolin Baker, but she didn't believe them. Her friend, Frankie Holland, did, though. In fact, he was the one who told her about Bolin Baker in the first place. They were sailing on Frankie's father's boat, High Hopes. He'd bought the sailboat, restored the wreck, and this was its maiden voyage. Frankie told Jennifer that an old man on the pier had told him the sailboat used to belong to Bolin Baker. Named Albert David Baker, he was a sailor who used to work on commercial fishing boats 75 years ago. But his mean temper, antisocial nature, and drunken behavior often led him to being fired. He was nicknamed Bolin Baker after the well-known nautical knot. Upset with the world, Bolin Baker bought a sailboat, High Hopes, with the idea to find calm and peace on the ocean by himself. Fed up with society, he planned to sail the seas and go wherever the current took him, leaving from Point Hope, Alaska. However, a few months after he'd gone to sea, Baker's radio transmission stopped. It was assumed that he'd been lost at sea. And he was. Then, on August 5, 1957, a science vessel found the lone sailboat in the Arctic archipelago. Apparently, it'd been drifting through the frosty islands for years. Going aboard, the crew found the mummified corpse of Baker. Apparently, he died in his sleep as he was still in his bunk, but his ship, High Hopes, had sailed on. The science vessel captain towed the ship back into Newfoundland and reported the death. He also reported that some strange things had started happening aboard his own ship. Some men had gone missing, presumably having jumped overboard. There were also reports of an angry ghost walking the halls of their boat, who appeared to be Bolin Baker based on the photographs of the cantankerous sailor that they'd seen. No one can say why this happened, but it seemed to occur once they discovered the ship High Hopes and had towed it in. It was believed by some superstitious members of the crew that the restless spirit of the sailor Bolin Baker was disturbed by them. After that, the boat High Hopes went from one owner to another rather quickly. Many of the owners reported that they'd experienced near-fatal accidents while the sailing vessel was in their possession. Frankie's dad, like Jennifer, didn't believe in ghosts or ghost stories. Frankie told his friend, Jennifer, and his father, but they only laughed at him when they spoke of Bolin Baker. 
That night, though, Jennifer couldn't sleep. The boat was creaking as the dark ocean lapped the sides of it. They'd anchored out in the open water about 10 miles from the shores of northern Maine. The summer night was clear and cold. The cool wind kissed her cheeks. They were going home tomorrow, which was good. Spending the night at sea to try the boat out on its maiden voyage as a restored vessel was fun, but she missed having a Wi-Fi signal and land. She really had an appreciation for standing on good old terra firma as she was trying to get her sea legs out here in the Atlantic Ocean. Suddenly, Jennifer realized that she wasn't alone. At first, she thought it was Frankie's father coming up on deck from below to check on things, but it wasn't her best friend's father. No, this was a thin man with a gray complexion. He was bald on top, and his curly sideburns formed a thick beard that looked like a bird's nest. His eyes seemed to glow with a fiery light all on their own. What are you doing on my ship? The ghost of Bolin Baker asked. Hi, I'm uh, Jennifer Gunn, and this boat belongs to my friend's dad. Silence! It belongs to me, and I don't want you on it. You will pay. You all will pay. The next morning, Frankie woke up and found himself alone on the boat. He searched for his friend and his father, thinking that they were already awake and on deck, but they were not. The sailboat was equipped with a lifeboat, a dinghy, but it hadn't been taken. He searched the foggy water surrounding the boat, looking for signs of them, but he could find none. He was alone, surrounded in the mist. Frankie went to the radio to call for help, but he found that it'd been disabled. Someone had purposely tampered with it so it wouldn't work. Surely his dad hadn't done this. Down in the galley, Frankie realized that he wasn't alone. He recognized the ghost of Bolin Baker, who smiled at him with brown teeth. The specter's impossibly large smile seemed to cut into his face like a razor. Frankie fled up to the deck, untied the dinghy, dropped it into the water, and leapt onto the lifeboat. He would row toward shore. Anything was better than dying at the hands of Bolin Baker, which Frankie now assumed to be the fate of his father and disbelieving friend. Frankie rowed away from the sailboat high hopes. On the deck, in the mist, he caught sight of Bolin Baker, laughing, laughing, laughing at him. So, from the reports I received, Frankie Holland safely returned ashore and reported to the Coast Guard what had happened. They sent out a rescue boat and towed the High Hopes vessel back to shore. Unfortunately, they also found nobody on board. Bolin Baker is still out there, and Frankie hasn't slept through the night since. See you soon, beloved listeners. <laughs> If you're worried about missing me too much before the next episode, go ahead and send me an email. I'm at ivy at gokidgo.com, and I love hearing what you have to say. Or you could just hang out with me right now. I'm heading over to the rest of the Go Could Go network right now to check out more fantastic stories. Like Bobby Wonder, about a 10-year-old alien who has to protect the town of Pflugerville from villainous Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat, Kapow. And Martha and Waffle being totally hilarious nitwits in the underground world of Flusville. Go Could Go even has an underwater adventure show called Whale of a Tale about the brother and sister exploring team Atlas and Xavier who live in a submarine shaped like a whale. So join me in searching for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, Flusville, and Whale of a Tale wherever you get your podcasts. Until tomorrow, Ivy out. Go, kid, go.
Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.